0: Wow, what a roller coaster ride this spring has been here in Western Washington, at least, and I'm sure elsewhere, for farming with uh, the weather. Man, oh man, I mean, cold, cold, kind of damp, not super wet, but cold. Nothing was getting going for, seemed like forever. And then what a turnaround. Getting an update this morning on what's happening in the field. Welcome, by the way. This is the Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI, uh, as well as uh, with Whatcom Family Farmers and Save Family Farming. Um, It has been... An interesting ride for folks trying to get things in the ground planting season still continues for certain things a lot of the corn is in the ground i see but uh, before that you know people were planting raspberries and blueberries and joining me right now is the president of the washington state red raspberry commission mark van mersburg and he also happens to be a longtime neighbor of mine so we have history that goes way way back as well as with my folks and and my grandparents, uh, who farmed almost alongside Mark and his family back in the day. Mark, welcome to the program. Um, and I think people know your some people around here know your history of you were a dairy guy for a long time, transitioned into the world of berries, which is what I grew up in and around. And here you are planting a, a fresh planting of of berries on some of your ground this spring. I've been watching from my window. It's been a lot of work that you guys have put out there, and, and the timing has been kind of kind of thrown off with the weird weather that we had this spring.
1: Well, good morning, Dylan, and and first let me thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to visit with you on air. This is this is going to be a fun half hour, I'm sure. <laughs> that, uh, in regards to your comments of weather, very true. Very cold this spring, not overly wet. In fact, if you looked at at the records of of actual rainfall, we're actually a few inches behind yeah. of a normal normal amount of rainfall. So, ground's a little bit dry, but the ground was so cold and exactly right. Nothing was happening. So, so then we hear the you know here comes that that hot few days and a week of, of beautiful warm weather and and uh, maybe one of the, one of the questions would be did this did this warmth hurt anything did those couple days of 90 degrees get to be too hot and I say absolutely not it was it was needed it stimulated the plants uh got them pulling nutrients up out of the ground and and actually kicked them in gear and got them started growing and I would hate to say what fields would look like today without that that week of really extreme warmth
0: so So this warmth has actually helped kind of make up for some lost time here from earlier would, in the spring when it was so cold.
1: Yes, yes, and it, and it was early enough in the year. I think timing again was part of it that that this this warm streak had had it not come till June we might've been too far in the process where the plants had already, instead of we call it in raspberries pushing laterals and that just means more fruit, yep. they get to a certain point and they won't push laterals anymore. This was early enough and yeah. and, uh, and so away it went, but you know, this, this little bit of lack of, of rainfall everybody's irrigating already and it's uh that's huh. on the early side yeah that that you need not a lot of water but but they need a they need a small drink every day just because uh the soil moisture is is down from a from a normal year so
0: what a weird combination it's not something we normally see here in western Washington uh where it it's cool that long but not overly wet normally it's wet and cool together and then it turns around and it's hot and dry Um, but we haven't had that moisture as much and you know I know there's concern even for potential drought if this keeps up we'll see what happens you know with the long-term weather models and whatever Rufus is saying and all that kind of stuff but let's rewind a little bit talk about the process that you were going through well even really it started last year uh, getting ground ready to do a replanting and actually on parts of your field there a new planting of red raspberries talk about that process talk about the decision making what you were trying to do with that ground and what what a farmer goes through as they're trying to decide you know a, a future field
1: well i guess uh, <clears throat> excuse me yes you you start that process in the fall and you're working your ground up that's uh, the time of year when you put lime out and uh, fumigation in the ground to uh, to take care of any disease problems that might be present. Uh, and so you, you do that in the fall. Uh, we also do what they call hilling, and that's that's gathering soil together so you have a raised bed is what it amounts to, which yeah. then you plant into that raised bed. Uh, this spring, we probably got started out in the field earlier than normal, uh, just because of the of the lack of rain. It was dry yep. enough to be out laying irrigation lines, and you know the underground work. Mm-hmm. The ground was dry enough to be able to do all of that. Uh, so, so, but yeah, I would guess you do your fall prep, and then and then you just leave it be. Uh, then you start with this year, we started about the first of March and it's been, uh, we, we were working on 40 acres and it, and it, uh, it amounts to every day for probably 60 days that that's basically what you're doing. Yeah. And you're, you know, you, you do a little bit of work early, spray for some weeds that could be started, that kind of thing, get the ground opened up and then in go the plants. And then there's the whole infrastructure of, of trellising that, yeah. that, gets gets put out there posts and wire and drip tape and all of those components yeah. uh, uh all put together so and that you know like I said you can probably do 10 acres in two weeks you mm-hmm. know with just a normal crew of maybe four guys yeah so, and I've
0: seen you out there you and the guys um and be working when I go to head into the office in the morning and still be cranking away when I'm coming back from
1: work in the evening. Again, we're talking and you with- never and you never stop by to help. And that's that's why I'm a little little uh, I wonder why I'm even doing this sport.
0: I know, like- I know it. So I'm all right. Well, <laughs> Fair well. Fair enough. I guess I'm in trouble already, you yeah. know. Yeah. But but then again, I'm going into the office in the middle of the winter when the snow is blowing and you know, you're you're just kind of lollygagging.
1: Well, you you have so to remember. I gotta you're turn that around a- on you. You're you're talking to an old farmer that milked cows for forty years,
0: and so <laughs> no breaks so, from that for uh, any uh, reason. No,
1: no, it didn't matter if the snow blew or not. So, 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 yeah, let's not have this conversation. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, we
0: don't want <laughs> Mark Van Mersbergen is with us right now. Uh, he's a, been a neighbor of mine for pretty much my whole life. Uh, he's also currently the president of the Washington Red Raspberry. Commission, um, and he's planting. Uh, been working on planting a field of, of red raspberries. Uh, son-in-law right next door has been planting some blueberries in what had been raspberry ground, hoping for a better fit uh, for the various soil types. So it's, it's good to have Mark check in here on the Farming Show uh, about what is going on in the field, what's been happening in planting season. Now, just for, for folks who maybe aren't aware of how raspberry and blueberry planting works, they're not pl- growing these things from seed. They're growing them from roots, essentially, a piece of another plant um that gets put in each spot along a row the rows are generally 10 feet apart and the plants are what every 20 to 30 inches um down the whole length of those rows which can be hundreds thousands of feet long so and that's a lot of that is hand labor right putting putting all that in the dirt um, and you talked about the hills, Mark. Now, this has kind of evolved over the years. When I was a kid, you kind of do that. In fact, when I was really young, it, there wasn't really much in the way of hilling up a little bit. And, but since then, people recognize the benefit of creating a bigger, like you said, raised bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and and would use a disc to gather that dirt up higher and higher. And then eventually, well, probably 15 years ago, it became a lot more popular, it seemed like, to have these guys with tillers and tractors with GPS um, integrated with, you know, if they're doing in, in-ground drip irrigation to apply that and mark for the plants and do that all in one pass and leave a big, huge hill and raised bed. And then people started doing it like you said in advance, which is what you guys did. You actually held up rows in advance. Now why would why would you do that in the fall for something that you're going to plant in the spring? Why would you put that raised bed there ahead of time like
1: that? Well, you're trying to you're trying to get ahead of Mother Nature is basically what it is. Because if you're if you're too wet in the in the spring. You you need to uh, you need to give this this hill a period of time, but but you have to have the soil moisture and temperature at the right right degree. So if you got a yeah. cold wet spring, it just holds you back. So and you won't so, have
0: time to get that hill made. Get, yes, or you know, you'll have to do it later.
1: That's correct. And then you could push. You could end up pushing planting back a month. So that's why we did that in the fall, so we could plant earliest opportunity.
0: Now I will say you did plant some in the fall and that's another new thing that I've been seeing the last five years or so folks yeah. playing with plant actually putting plants. Now, again, the idea of uh, planting isn't from seed. It's a piece of root stock or a piece of roots attached to a short raspberry shoot stem or a little live raspberry plug uh, in a in a tray with its own little amount of dirt. Those are kind of the three different general ways uh, that people put plants in the ground. Um, but essentially, the idea is with roots in particular. That's a dormant plant or an almost dormant plant. It's been probably kept cool, so the plant isn't really active, and it's so the transplant shock isn't going to be as big for it, or or none at all in the case of roots and and number ones. Um, but doing it in the fall what what's the idea there and and then i'll i'll ask you even further why did you do some in the fall and then others in the spring
1: well that's a lot of questions i guess <laughs> why did why, why did we do some fall planting yeah. ever done what's the advantage never, of that uh you get an extra the, the the idea is you don't harvest you you the first time you harvest uh, whether it's it's planted in the fall or the following spring you would harvest them the next summer right so so actually you're planting a little earlier but uh for the same harvest date but the plants have that extra six months of maturity and you'll get a larger first year crop but it and would so be
0: what it would be the live plugs that you would plant in the fall only for that reason well
1: well you would you would do plugs yes but that's but i think you would like to do roots in the in the fall also Mm. but but you can't at at this i mean okay so that's like a double negative yeah but see at this point roots are harvested in january and february right they uh and, and so and they only harvest roots one time a year and so then they do they 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 lightly freeze them to keep them dormant exactly like you said and then they go they need to be in the ground in, in march mm-hmm. uh, and then and then they start growing so fall planting is really really hard to do uh, unless you have kept uh, a small amount of root tissue frozen all summer right you know and and did thaw them out till fall Whereas and i would the plugs, imagine
0: the longer you keep that stuff in cold storage the worse it probably fares as far as plant mortality once you plant them
1: I would guess that's true. I don't I, I don't have a real good answer yeah. for that, but yeah. but that could, could well be. But so yes, we planted plugs last fall. It is live material. That's machine that's machine planted. And and as long as you're right there with water and such the, yeah. the next day. Uh, it it went well with the plants going in in the fall. Well, and that's I what think,
0: my my dad transitioned to in his later years of his when he had his raspberry farm of of planting with a big wheel you know water planter I think it's called and and uh, putting the the live plugs in the dirt he felt better about it he felt like he had less mortality it certainly is. You know, it requires a different process. It can be more expensive, but then again, going out and spending weeks replanting skips of, of roots that didn't make it is expensive too.
1: Very, very true. And and uh, you know, we did have have a bit of mortality this spring on what we planted in the fall, but but this again was probably because of the extreme cold during the winter uh, when the frost was coming out of the ground. It was, it was actually cracking down the middle of these beds Mm. and some of these plugs were, were popping back up. Mm. And so we were out there in January getting them stuck back in the ground, but, but some, we lost some just from exposure and, and there's no way you can farm around that. You know, that's just the way it is. So
0: but other than that how how are they looking now because
1: everything looks really good and good. And, the, and then we planted roots some roots this spring and and they are coming through very nicely as well so so but again that this week 10 days of warm weather has just has just set them off jump started yes yep, yep sure did mark
0: van mersbergen president of the washington red raspberry commission a local uh raspberry grower former dairy farmer uh, locally is with us right now on the Farming Show. Just a couple of minutes left uh, here on the show. So how, how, I mean, I know the prognostication can be a little tough to do, but what, what do you think we're looking at so far in terms of how the crop is going to, to be this year? I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about the new fields, but those won't even be harvested until next year. What about the, the canes out there that are, like you said, are greening up now? They're, they're pushing laterals um which are the small branches where they end up setting fruit um, how are they looking i've seen some that are seem way far behind where they should be for this time of year probably because of all that cold but what about winter damage
1: a little bit i think that that uh, there are certain fields around i think that are that uh, they're planted in a, in a direct wind tunnel so to speak yeah where the where the northeast wind actually hits them far harder than maybe the field next door kind yep. of thing and, yep. and it's something you can't see but so then there is some burn and the buds just never never uh, come through on, on those and so there's there's areas of that uh not not an extreme amount uh i think the most part other than that the plants look healthy uh there and i and it and it appears to me at this point that different varieties fared better through this cold winter yep. and or versus the cold spring hmm. it affected it affected some varieties uh more significantly as far as when they finally got started yeah and so and so there's probably going to be a bit of variation in the amount of fruit you know, it's just it's not going to be everybody got five ten to the acre. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be good fields and and poorer fields and and depending on on variety, I think as far as how slow they started. Typically, the slower they start, you, you just don't have enough time to catch
0: up. So. Well, and and when you think harvest is actually going to get underway again, that can vary by variety, but normally, you know, in a quote unquote normal year which Mm -hmm. I'd say the average is the month of July. You know, I remember back in the day when my dad was farming raspberries, you know, the earliest we started was probably mid-June, and the latest we started was mid-July. So the average is kind of the month of July, and it goes for three, four weeks of harvest. Well, longer if you have multiple varieties that start earlier and later and stretches the season out. But normally it's about kind of a six-week window from when, a bloom happens on one of the flowers on on the canes on the fruit laterals to when that is a full grown ripe red raspberry i'm not You're seeing exactly- a whole lot of bloom yet it's gonna be a while before any harvesting happens i would assume
1: yep i i would you know that's a that's a uh your first point about the six weeks from when you first see bloom and you know i think if if a guy really wanted to 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 go by the calendar and and i think when you when you put your bees out for pollination you can dumb near figure that you're going to start picking in in uh, in six weeks Mm -hmm. because it's it's it just seems that that's that process and 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 you're right there's no bees in the raspberries nor will there be for a little while yet i'm i'm guessing it's going to be at the earliest 4th of july and it may yeah. well and, th- and that would be the earlier variety yeah like so. the wake haven maybe or
0: yeah maybe
1: yeah. yep and uh yep. and a few of the others will be will be a little later, not a lot so. of
0: willamettes around anymore that was another early one but i don't know even i right. can't even think of a field of willamettes out there anymore mark van mersbergen uh with the washington red raspberry commission also a red raspberry former dairy farmer here in Whatcom County, and a longtime neighbor and family friend of mine as well. We're out of time, but thanks for the lowdown here on Growing Bear. You know, a lot lot of people uh, are curious. They drive around the county. They want to know, how how does this actually work? What's actually going on? What are the farmers going through? Um, So this is a good update for people to understand what's happening in the field, the kind of pressures you guys are facing just from what Mother Nature throws at you and I think the update is keep an eye on those red raspberry fields are about to turn uh, white with with flower petals here probably in the next couple of weeks. And then clock starts ticking from, you know, white petaled flower to berry in, in six weeks. So here we go. Buckle up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Thanks for being with us here on the program. Well, you know, I figured we would talk about some raspberry commission stuff, but we just don't have time for that this morning. So we'll have to bug you again one of these days here on the show uh, and get an update about what the, the commission is up to, what the leadership in the local uh, farming and raspberry community is doing. Mark from Mersberg, and thanks for your time here on the program this morning.
1: Well, thanks, Dylan. Enjoyed it a lot. Talk to you soon. See ya.